Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Mindset Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Jensen. And today in episode 116, we're talking about the power of commitment and caring. Sometimes commitment to change is what makes us perform better. So there was a young woman who had ambitions to work for a company because it paid very well and was very prestigious. She prepared her resume and had several interviews. Eventually, she was given an entry-level position. Then she turned her ambition to her next goal, a supervisor position that would afford her even greater prestige and more pay. So she completed the tasks she was given. She came in early some mornings and she stayed late so that the boss would see her putting in long hours. After five years, a supervisor position became available. But to the young woman's great dismay, another employee who had only worked for the company for about six months was given the promotion. The young woman was angry, and she went to the boss and demanded an explanation. The wise boss said, before I answer your questions, would you do a favor for me? Yeah, sure, said the employee. Would you go to the store and buy some oranges? My wife needs them. The young woman agreed and went to the store. When she returned, the boss asked, what kind of oranges did you buy? I don't know, the young woman answered. You just said to buy oranges, and these are oranges, so here they are. How much did they cost, the boss asked. Well, I'm not sure exactly, was her reply. You gave me $30, here's your receipt, and here's your change. Thank you, said the boss. Now, please have a seat and pay careful attention. Then the boss called in the employee who had received the promotion and asked her to do the exact same job. She readily agreed and went to the store. When she returned, the boss asked, what kind of oranges did you buy? Well, she replied, the store had many varieties. There were navel oranges, Valencia oranges, blood oranges, tangerines, and many others, but I didn't know which kind to buy. So I remembered that you said that your wife needed the oranges, so I called her. She said she was having a party and she was going to make orange juice. So I asked the grocer which of all these oranges would make the best orange juice. He said the Valencia orange was full of sweet juice, so that's what I bought. I dropped them by your home, and on my way back to the office, your wife was very pleased. How much did they cost? The boss asked. Well, that was another problem. I didn't know how many to buy, so I once again called your wife and asked her how many guests she was expecting. She said 20. I asked the grocer how many oranges would be needed to make juice for 20 people, and it was a lot. So I asked the grocer if he could give me a quantity discount, and he did. These oranges normally cost 75 cents each, but I paid only 50 cents each. Here's your change in the receipt. The boss smiled and said, thank you. You may go. You may or may not have heard that story before, but what was the difference between these two examples in the story? Effort? Yes. Intent? Yes. Attention to details? Yes. But I would argue that the biggest difference between these two is not the job that was performed, but rather the commitment that was made to the job. Are you really committed to what you do and what you want? Or are you just going through the motions? We've talked about being in the motivation cycle and the steps of belief, change, commitment, and refinement. The motivation cycle can be powerful in our lives. Today, we're focusing on the third portion of the motivation cycle, and that's commitment. What is commitment? Commitment, according to definition, is the quality of being committed to a cause or an activity. Commitment is a word that is used often. To me, commitment is a question of the heart. Is your heart in it? Is your heart in the right place? 
Do you want to be there? Why do you want to be there? They speak often in my field about self-efficacy theory. And according to self-efficacy theory, excuse me, that's a hard, that's a hard word to say. They talk about autonomy and autonomy is something that relates directly to your heart and to your commitment. In other words, is it your choice to be there? If it's not your choice to be there, then whose choice was it? It's hard to be committed and to put your heart into something that you didn't choose. Romantics use the phrase all the time, choose your love and then love your choice. I think they're mostly thinking about relationships, but I think that it's a great phrase for just about anything you were trying to commit to. You could almost say, choose your plan and then love your plan. My mom talked all the time about my grandfather and what he said about committing. He said all the time, losers make promises and winners make commitments. Well, my mom used to say that to me all the time as well. It's important to be committed to what you do. In interest of the motivational cycle, I want to talk about a few things that can help us to be more committed. To start, I think it's important to note that I think that the number one enemy to commitment is overanalysis. Time and time again, I see people that I work with overanalyze where they want to be, where they're going, and how they're going to get there. This leads to indecision, and a committed person is not indecisive. Make a commitment and go with it. Commit to A, B, and C and start right now. Start today. To be committed, I also think that you need to be aware. Do you know what your strengths are? How about your weaknesses? Have you ever taken time to think about what your strengths and your weaknesses are? Could you be brutally honest with yourself without breaking yourself with negative self-talk? I hope so. Acknowledge your weaknesses and make a plan to be better. If you fully commit to your plan, you will see people enter into your life that are willing and wanting to help make your commitment firm. Write down your commitments. What are you committing to? There is power in writing down your commitments. In order to write something down, we usually think it through and make it more precise. When we are precise in our commitment, it's a strong commitment. Tell two or three people about your commitment. These should be your go-to friends or family members. Don't share your commitment with everyone as they may not have your best interests in mind. Plus, if too many people get involved in your commitment, it can pull you in a myriad of directions, causing distraction. Sharing your commitment with two or three friends can allow them to check in with you on a weekly or monthly basis to see how you're doing. That can make all the difference. Caring is key. If you're putting your heart into anything, caring matters. That includes caring for others and their goals, their aspirations, and their commitments. Find someone to mentor, someone that you can help on their path. Giving to others and caring for others helps us to care about ourselves. And when we care about others and we care about ourselves, it makes it easier to stick to our tasks and fortify our commitments. Lastly, start practicing committing. This sounds weird, but start practicing meaning what you say and saying what you mean. If you are mentoring somebody, follow through with what you said you would do. Voluntarily commit to little things. Volunteer to help people. That way, when it comes to a large commitment in your life, you can more easily muster the moxie and the fortitude that it demands. When you help others to believe in themselves and to fulfill their commitments, it helps you to know that you can fulfill your commitments as well. Tomorrow, we'll talk about refining and improvement. I can't wait to talk about the final piece of the motivation cycle. That's all I have for today. If you like this episode, will you share it with people? I love it when you do. I'm most grateful that you have been doing it, and I'm really, really grateful that you're on our squad. 
Thank you for listening. Help me spread the word. If you have questions about this episode or if you have topics that you'd like me to talk about, feel free to email me at Riley at RileyJensenConsulting.com or reach out to me via Twitter at Riley Jensen. I'm excited about this podcast. Let's do this again tomorrow.